Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. So we're continuing to discuss uh, our assignment for the week, which is how are you talked out of using your tools uh, in specific situations where egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate rushes in. And here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Melody from Hawaii. Oh, Melody. Aloha. Aloha. The, how I'm, how I'm, you know, just, it's, I think mostly it's distractions that, uh, and, and that feeling of resistance. Uh, and so, and and also, it's those deep grooves of conditioning that have just been there for so long. So, uh-huh. with all that happening, and just uh, the the I've realized that the all the tools with, that we've used through these years, um, just saying yes, and is one. And the more that I practice that, then I'm getting. I'm getting to notice those triggers that happen when I start feeling mm-hmm. anxious, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, that when I start hearing uh, negative thoughts about myself or others, or uh, I start being fearful, then those are the triggers that allow me to to just kind of stop. Yeah. Even... Even thoughts of the future, uh, fears, and or memories of the past that bring sadness. Mm-hmm. When I get into that, I just go stop, <laughs> and uh-huh. and then I and then this is what I've been doing lately, and it's kind of new, is the breath. Just the first thing I do is, is breathe, mm-hmm. and then that is like a portal that helps me notice now I'm going to just look around, look at my garden, look at the trees, and it allows me just to be more in, in life. That's right, because you, it moves you to here, right? It moves, so, yes. Yeah, uh, so uh, it's, it, that's kind of everything, what you're describing. Um, the conditioning's weapon, what, what it has it to is distraction. Right? The big distraction, of course, is to get us thinking about something and uh, thinking about something that's not here, which is the future or the past, right? And then pull us into something uh, considered uh, that we would consider unpleasant or unhappy or frightening, uh, and then it's really got us. So the practice that you're doing. And we talked. We, we somebody referred to this yesterday, right? That that using the the negativity as a signal to wake up. Right? Oh, oh, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> oh, I, I'm thinking bad stuff about about or other people. Or wait a minute, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be there. I, I want to be here. There. Well, breathing. <laughs> Alive, 
and uh, I, I, I know where you live. And so uh, looking around at your garden, that's going to be a quick trip to, oh, this is really beautiful. This is very, yes, yes, I want to live here. Exactly. Wow. You know, exactly. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I, what I always do if, it get, if I get too identified is I go to the, the mentor and just have a conversation, yeah. get on the recorder, yeah. or, or just uh, yeah. deve- I'm developing that, that relationship and, uh, and more and more. And yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Go, go, so ahead. That, go ahead. Finish that. Well, I notice that I, even if I don't have the recorder around, I, u- I use that as a tool just to, to talk to the mentor, you know. Yes, yes. And so what, what this, this is perfect. We have to encounter what we need to transcend. And what you're describing is, is a growing awareness of how you have been kept unhappy slash suffering for a lifetime, right? And so every time that happens, now you're recognizing it for what it is and you're using the tools that are available to you to bring you out of that and into here. Sherry? Yes. I'm getting lots of messages saying that you, you sound as if you're breaking up. You're strobing a little bit for me, but uh, is there any way you can, I mean, I don't know, but perhaps after well, this. How about, how about if I mahalo to uh, Melody and okay, I mahalo. get off of this. I'm using new, uh, my new system, my app. I think I'll go back to old school, call back in and see if you can find me. How about that? That sounds good. Uh, I'll wait for you, Sherry. Don't wait for me. Just proceed okay. apace. All right. Will do. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Melody. Thanks. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Ashwini. It's Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Help from Minnesota. Hi. Uh-huh. Um, great to be on. Um, I have been watching the process I shared uh, during the work- weekend workshop um, where... Um, the suffering is, and the reactivity is around um, finishing projects, seeing other things that need, quote unquote, need to happen, uh, where my heart wants to do a certain thing and I'm sort of more scheduled to do a certain thing. So it's, it's kind of that distraction um, mm-hmm. with, with what's unfinished and, quote unquote, needs doing. And Sherry's guidance to me was... Um, to, to go cold turkey and do the thing my heart wants to do, sit down at the piano, do the yoga practice, meditate, sit down when the alarm rings, and not uh, do one more thing kind of thing. And um, I'm reporting back that uh, when I take the guidance, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Like everything feels relaxed and happy and easy. Mm-hmm. And when I don't, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, then I suffer. I feel that rush and that hurry and that busyness. And um, I think the main thing that she said was what I get for doing the other things first is uh, being uh, what conditioning gets is that I am then um, 
an unpleasant person, and who wants that? A busy, mm-hmm. hurried, unpleasant person. And, um, yeah, I mean, I had a whole day of, that, of taking the guidance, and it was fantastic. And then I found other moments where um, I get distracted. I do that. I feel too relaxed because I'm early, and I'm, and then I do that one more thing, and there it, it goes. So I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. So if, I, if I'm tracking, right, Debbie, you had some guidance to basically prioritize what the heart wants over what you should do before you can do what the heart wants, correct? And so you're actually practicing yeah. that guidance, and what you can see is what a radical a difference in your life experience. You're relaxed, and, uh, and it's not that what you should do within quotes, or you have to do right dishes before yoga, doesn't get done. It's just that the how of that is so different. You get to be the, the, the lovely person that you are rather than be identified with that urgent, uh, stressed uh, ego identity. And you do find yourself, so it's interesting, right, Debbie, and that's what we're exploring here. We have continued experiences of well-being when we go with life versus ego, and you find yourself also sometimes not being able to do that. And the, and the reason for that in, your, in, in bringing that into your awareness is distraction. Yeah, it's a, I think there's a name for it. There's the Garnick effect, being focused on what's not finished. Um, uh. And here's, here's the other thing she, she, she said in the guidance was that it's like there's an obsession with the image mm. uh, or the projected image. And so, like, what's been really fascinating is there are times where I'll ruminate on projections I, I put on a, on a particular person. Mm-hmm. And they loom large in my consciousness, much larger than they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's rumination that's not helpful at all. And, um, and I think these things are connected because it's just getting more centered in myself. Uh-huh. So are you saying so, the attention is, is directed on these images? And what do these images represent uh, how you look or how someone else is going to view you? Is that what you're saying? I mean, well, what... I never thought of it this way. Never. I just see like, you know, there's this task that needs finishing. And then I have these experiences of what I project other people are thinking about me and how I messed up and, uh-huh. you know, what, who I call the unwitting transgressor is the uh-huh. subpersonality. I see. Um, uh-huh. and, and I never connected these two experiences at all Mm. but um you know if i can leave the dishes undone and i can also let go of these extra thoughts about something that's like only important to me you know and it's just Mm. you know it's all um Mm -hmm. it's all i think just being able to listen more closely to what the heart wants right Yes, and I think another way we would say that, right, Debbie, is redirecting the attention. So what you're paying such close uh, attention to is to bring into awareness the process that, that uh, triggers going with that next thing you've got to do more than what you're scheduled to do or what your heart wants to do. And there are two things, two things you've noticed where the attention is going, right? Not only uh, is this sort of task list that keeps getting added onto, but also that 
those images that the conditioned mind is projecting about being judged or what, what, whatever is, is going on that's not real that, uh, that the attention is on. And so practicing the way you're practicing, which is to have the attention on what the heart desires, allows all of the attention to be on that and not on what takes you away. And so it's important to make the kind of connections that you're making. Because otherwise, how do I, how, there's no awareness of what's causing me to go with conditioning, right? And now you have two different. Right. Ashwini? Yes? Hello? Yes. And you disappeared. And now you have, and then you disappeared. The two data points, right? That, that you yeah. surrender whatever the uh, story is about how you're going to be perceived by having your attention on what the heart desires. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it, it connects all the dots for me, all the way, like it connects everything. So I mm. never would have put all that together. And, um, and following the guidance is, is working when I follow the guidance. So I'll just keep recording and listening on what I'm seeing and uh, practice taking the guidance. Yeah, well, that, amen to that, right, Debbie? If we can yeah. do guidance, then the benefits are are un, are just we can't even uh, quantify them. And yet, that is the resistance we've been exploring in the second step, right? What is beneficial That's to right. us? What is most resisted? And what we've got to see is that that resistance is not me, and redirect attention anyway. Right. Yeah. I got so. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Debbie. So thank you so much, both of you. Yeah, got so. Sherry, are you back? I hope so. Oh yeah, you sound perfect. I, I, I think I am. I think <laughs> yes, you I are. Am. I think I am. <laughs> well, you're here. So here we go. All right, good. The next All call. Right. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, good morning. It's uh, Todd. Calling from Kelowna, British Columbia. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Ashwini. Oh, Todd. Good morning. Happy to be here. Oh, yeah. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so this assignment's great. I got to see um, basically an entire process map. But the, the critical element uh, is, is the stumbling blocks. And what I run into is life will prompt. Life will drop in a prompt. Nanosecond later, ego comes in with, <laughs> it's, 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 it, I sound like a broken record, I don't want to, I don't feel like it, coupled, which this is a super subtle level I've seen this time, a sensation of energy drain that I, I just don't have the energy to do life's prompt, whatever it was. I'd, you know, I'd like to. I, I'd like yeah, right. To. I, I would. I'm into I, it, sort I, of. I would if I, if I had the strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. We aspire. We aspire to be as quick as ego, and <sighs> as vigilant. Yeah. Right. If we want a role model for quick and vigilant, oh, ego is wow. showing us everything we need to know. Mm. Right. Because as you say, uh, a, a nanosecond. I mean, you actually yeah. have to be there to see it mm. happen. Because otherwise, I mean, if you just looked away for that nanosecond, you, as we know, 
we are then down the the path to uh, something wrong, distraction, suffering, misery, yeah. uh, all right. of the things that we're so familiar with. And 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 so, you know, to have some sympathy, as well as a great deal of admiration for the human being. Oh, yeah. You know, because thank, what thank you we're for that. up yeah. against, what we're up against has yeah. has kept. At this point, we guess billions of people in a mm-hmm. lifetime of suffering. Yeah. 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 And, and, and just almost everybody on the planet in a lifetime of suffering. And yes. you, lucky chap, me. Lucky. Lucky all chick. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and all of us, and not just us, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we love our practice, but everybody. Everybody in the world who has this kind of opportunity to see that there's something more, there's another right. possibility, and then to yes. pursue it. Oh my God! Yeah, just like you said, fall down on your knees and thank. Yeah, and thank you. Yeah, great yeah. gratitude, huge gratitude. Yeah, and just to tie in with what the last call was talking about, it's it's these life prompts which are uh, i guess being more present they're just ongoing they're they're nonstop mm-hmm. uh, uh mm-hmm. And, and then following life's guidance life works and there's such right. little drama there's such little suffering there's such little uh you know such minimal compared to early practice where it was just you know horrifically suffered to that brings you to practice as you've often said yes. we don't get to practice unless we've horrifically suffered Yes, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we're desperate. We're desperate to, to desperate. get out of that level of suffering. And the thing right. that uh, that is the other wonderful aspect to me of what of what you're pointing at um, mm-hmm. is that those prompts are not prompts for you. Oh, they are yeah. your experience of life. Because oh. what they are what's animating you, which is why right. when you go with them, uh-huh. there's no there's no drama, there's no suffering, because there isn't yeah. anything left over. There's just this. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm grinning ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> Me that, too. <laughs> that's so my experience. So a deep gosh and gratitude to all of Sangha, all yeah. of practice, and uh, you and Ashwini yeah. and the monks and the monastery. Thank you so much. Thank you, Todd. Go happy. Okay. You too. Go happy. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. All right, here's our next caller, Sherry. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, good morning. This is Kim calling from Vashon. Hi, Kim. Hi, Sweeney. Hi, Sherry. Hi, everybody. Wow. So I, I, I get this dissonance in my mind about encountering what we need to encounter to transcend and and wanting to transcend <laughs> at the same time mm-hmm. and and how it manifests for me is this feeling it's a sensation and it and it attaches itself to any content du jour any ego content du jour and it's a it's a body like panic sensation mm-hmm. and i'm starting to be able to like say oh now it's attaching to, you know, you, you didn't pay the bill on time. Now it's attaching to, like, the death of, you know, a dear friend. You know, it just goes from something really, you know, uh, 
nothing to like the biggest thing on earth, nuclear war or something, you know, and, and, and I, I get, I get stuck there. Uh -huh. So I, you said something very subtle, Kim, so I'm going to attempt to try to unpack that, right? The first thing mm -hmm. you said was there's a dissonance between wanting the, that we have to encounter what we need to transcend and wanting to transcend. Uh, is this what you're saying, that you're in the encounter and you experience that uh, what we call suffering, right? I don't mm -hmm. want it to be this way. I want mm -hmm. to get out of it. I want to fix it. I want to avoid this experience is also something that is part of the encounter. And if you stay with it as you're practicing with it right now, you can move through it. It doesn't stop you and move you into a conditioned process of something's wrong. You're aware that it's an encounter, that the conditioned process is calling it something wrong and is trying to pull you away from it. But in staying with the sensation, you can proceed with the encounter. Yes, <laughs> that's true. And it's very, you know, conditioning would say this is really unpleasant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's painful, in fact, to your body because it is that, you know, and so, and so. You can't stand it. I can't stand it except for I realize it's energy. Like, I, because it's so, uh, it doesn't have a voice, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, or it doesn't have a brain. It's just attaching itself to anything. Right. Yeah. And and so I see I can see that now. That's sort of the step I've taken with this whole uh, yes. step. Yes. So so what you're saying in answer to the question that we just asked in the assignment, normally that level of sensation would cause us to bail. Right. That's how we've been conditioned. As soon as I feel that way, I'm I'm ejected from being present to my experience in that encounter and moving into separation from it and all of my conditioned behaviors to deal with it. And, in, and so there's a level of paying attention where if we go through the experience, right, Kim, what gets established as our experience is our ability to transcend anything we encounter. Otherwise, we wouldn't be encountering it. Yes. I'm, I'm so I can you. stand that level of <laughs> sensation because it's happening in my body now. I am standing it. The, mm. the thought that I can't stand it is actually not true because I'm having the experience. Right. And once we catch on to that, then we can stay with the encounter and prove to ourselves that there's nothing that that conditioned thought process can do to me that I can't go through and see beyond but I just have to stick with it. Okay, that is super helpful. And then the next little piece of it is that sometimes I see it and the momentum is so um, strong that I just get swept mm -hmm. into the conditioned response, you know, the, the actual behavior that mm -hmm. comes from that sensation. And mm -hmm. I'm watching it all, but, and I, I just, it's just the momentum. Precisely, and what you're doing with bringing that level of awareness and attention to it is being able to, what we were talking about yesterday or even with Todd, right? So I pay more and more attention and I can, moment by moment, reverse that momentum. It's, a, it's truly a practice, right? Mm -hmm. So, there, so it's when you come out of that process, to have all of the compassion for the person who 
was in the process, rather than going to that conditioned place of, oh, this should not have happened, right? Because that I, it should not have happened is the same process that, that is being practiced in the encounter. I don't want this. I don't want this experience. I want to prevent this experience, right? And so there's a way in which watching, watching the train wreck happen right. and, and waking up at the other end of the train wreck, what gets practiced is I don't, it shouldn't be that way. And that's the place where we unwind it, right? So if I can stop feeling bad, I could stop saying, I don't want the encounter at the end of the train wreck. It's going to be more available for me when I'm completely present at the beginning of the encounter. Yes, and this is, yes, what you were saying yesterday. So thank you so much. One last little plug for using a timer with everything. has just been, like, transformative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Kasho. <laughs> and here's our next caller, Sherry. Hi. Um, this is Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hi. Um, so um, what I'm looking at is um, I'm just finding the triggers um, thing that we're doing right now pretty amazing because um, – I'm doing the identical, I mean, with the same word and everything. Um, I'm doing an actual triggers class in a coaching group that I'm working on to um, deal with my son who has some complex issues. So um, uh -huh. it's just amazing that this is this, come up. Is this a, a, one of those God is good moments? Yeah, like it is. somebody's trying to tell me something. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is because I... I I noticed yeah. that I needed to focus on that, and yeah, and what I'm seeing for me, especially around him, because that's where I've been looking at it with this other class, is that what when I when conditioning gets triggered is when the expectations don't match the reality, yeah. or when uh, there's quote negative expectations that do match the reality. Yes. Yes. Yes, and of course, the way we would talk about that in practice is when you're identified with ego. Right, right. Right, which is, I don't know if they're going to get there, but <laughs> but you can you can know that that's the case. It it also heartens me, uh, Andrea, that the we'll do for the love of others, right? Now, I of course, I know you've been practicing for uh, ages, right? right? But it's it's the love of your child that's going to bring it into a, no, <laughs> we, this has got to be moment by moment by moment by moment. Lives yes. are at stake here and not just mine. Yes, yes, exactly. And, um, you know, the, the conditioned um, response of what, what should be happening, you know, what the expectations are. Yeah. You know, that can, that you know, can, it, nobody, nobody decides to have children. Yeah. and envisions difficult children, right? Yeah. We, they're they're going to be adorable and sweet and perfect, and we're going to give them the perfect life, and they're going to adore us, and we're going to all live happily ever after. And then we get a human being. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is, he has a really good heart. But, you know, of course he, has, he does. Yeah, he has, he has a really... Of course he does. Yeah. He, so he does has his a, mother. Yeah, yeah. 
and 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 it's just you know this conditioned expectation of how things should be which can turn me you know when the reality meshes and disturbs those conditioned expectations even if you know I'm quote in a good state of mind that can just immediately in a split second just trigger that and so I'm catching on a lot quicker yeah yeah and it's funny to see ourselves uh, through those kinds of lenses isn't it Uh, years ago uh, there, there was a, uh, a, a little family uh, that was part of practice, and um, and the the son was just the most lovely young man that you could ever wish for, and his parents were uh, deeply uh, committed to practice. Right to seeing through ego and identification and letting go and being present, you know, all that stuff that's important to us. And this lovely young man graduated from high school and decided that he wanted to spend a year traveling the world instead of going to college. Uh-huh. Those people almost lost their minds. Wow. Suddenly confronted with a deeply conditioned, <laughs> egocentric idea of how a child is going to conduct his life really puts a person in touch with some deep beliefs and assumptions. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very helpful. Yes. Very, yeah. very helpful. And to, and, and to be able to uh, do what I project you're doing, which is realize uh, we got to sort out what is about him mm-hmm. and what is about me. Oh, you it's bet. Not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's why I'm taking that class because I'm working on myself, and and it's been uh, just amazing. You know, this that class and the practice together, and it's just incredible. Yep. As you said. Yeah. Life is trying yep. to tell me something. So. That's it. <laughs> and yeah. and you know, Andrea, just quickly, I know we're at time, but uh, just quickly, that if we could all see that all the time, right? This is for me. This yeah. is a gift for me. Right? Life is trying to get me to see what I'm choosing instead of love, Whoa. instead That's of happiness. Yeah. yeah. So big. So good. It is. It is. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Gosh, Ashwini. Thank you. You're not talking. Oh, okay. I, yes, there you are. Well, I was just going to say thank you, Andrea. And that brings us to the end of this show, Sherry. And we'll look forward to hearing from more callers tomorrow. Yeah, we'll pick this up tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Go happy.